The city of Labos thrums to life every day in the shadow of the machine. A Procaticos mystery that holds the town in servitude to its wonders. And our delvers are now wrapped up in this web of half-truths and enigmas. They've taken word from a dock-bound ship owner that if they are to do a favor on his behalf, a decrepit old ship, a spider-like monstrosity without a name, will be theirs for the taking. The only trick? Figuring out exactly what that favor entails. Not to mention navigating the bizarre world of Labos while finding out all these secrets. All that awaits them, alongside a few bizarre new companions hiding in the shadows. All of that and more this week on Hallowed Shores. Labos. It's a port town. You've now seen another port town, one that is a shell of what it once was, completely unoccupied, and Labos is about as far as you can possibly get from that. It is bustling as far as settlements in the heart go. The more people of generally sound minds gather together in the heart, the safer a settlement tends to be, especially since the heart reflects back the uh, mental energies of the sentient creatures within it. So Labos maintains a, a fairly solid, normal landscape. There are the occasional raids from pirates from the seas, rogues from the from the wilds, but on the whole, with the assistance of the Procata Cavalier uh, cadres that roam this particular area and find religious significance in the massive Procaticos um, machine that lies in the core of this particular little civilization, uh, things are fairly tame. And it is a peculiar-looking civilization. Most things are scavenged from the shell of the machine that butts out of the ground like a thumb. Um, largely just a round protuberance out of the ground, most of the machinery hiding within it. And the plating and uh, outside forces that make up the, uh, the machine itself have been peeled away, revealing chunks of whirring and buzzing half-functioning machinery. And the buildings, especially the roofs, are largely constructed from these. You can requisition pieces of the machine from the Procata Cavaliers, and they will salvage from it chunks that don't seem immediately necessary for the mechanism. They find religious significance in the machine, but primarily in its operations and discovering what it does or did. So, that being said, it can be used pretty easily to set up shop or set up a home as long as you have something to offer this community. Clearly uh, something of a, of a structured socialism of a kind, uh, led by the Procata Cavaliers, uh, authoritarian hand. So, that being said, I would like to uh, hear from you guys about your general impressions of what a port city like this would be like. So, let's give it some flavor, shall we? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Alessa is very suspicious of this place. It is skeeving her the hell out. Um, she does not enjoy religion uh, a whole lot, and uh, she's Definitely suspicious of any society that keeps uh, keeps its secrets like this and seems to function without uh, without any uh, roiling, boiling issues right on the surface. 
Um, mm-hmm. But like, at, like as a city itself, I imagine it's pretty dour. Lots of grays, browns, metals, um, looking like a, I don't know, like a like a German expressionist film in black and white. Just lots of jagged, yeah, yeah. yeah lots of lots of jagged machinery, just like poking its way around wherever it wherever it is. Just massive machinery. And there's probably varying degrees of rust and, um, you know, paint is not exactly easy to come by. So, yeah, things are fairly ramshackle. Yeah, this is the opposite kind of place that Alessa would like to be. As far as bustling cities, since we've just come from uh, quite the bustling uh, metropolis. Yeah, this is, in terms of design, pretty opposite. Yeah, I think I can... What you can... I guess I can get into some of the smells here. Um, so um, there's there's this uh, almost like oily thickness to the air. That's sort of this amalgamation of engine oil or like maybe like some spire black lanterns and incense that is just fuming up from some sensors just that are hanging out of uh, shop stalls or over um, various different engineering shops um, where... Uh, you can um the the sounds that emanate from these places like there's a lot of humming and um almost maybe some almost gregorian chants um but they're it's clipped like they're they're trying to speak in maybe binary um so there's um i don't know have we have we looked at um any sort of the uh holy people here that sort of worship the machine um if they have any uh, robes particular that they wear or I forget if we said that before uh, no we haven't quite made explicit what this sort of like priest cast of Labos is like but yeah no I think it's a good idea um, to, there's some kind of robes they probably uh, adorn with fragments of, of the machines from the or from the Prokatikos thing uh, in the core of the city yeah. is every single other person than us wearing these robes um, probably not every single one. There's definitely some people that do seem seems like there's a spectrum um, of okay. of people that are d- directly connected to the the Cavaliers and and, and their uh, their religious beliefs and and people that are a bit more like the ones who just showed up on the ship with you who have just kind of immigrated here from the terrace of the heart elsewhere. I feel like the the ropes themselves are almost made out of um, like you said like maybe parts of parts of the machine that have been sort of uh the slot off like whatever like rusted bits that that aren't usable they sort of patch into their robes um maybe it's all like threaded together with with cast off wiring um so it's they they sort of have this rusting metallic sheen um and when they walk it almost like grates against each other um so they're, they're sort of jangling and jingling and i don't know um there's a lot of just friction in here. Maybe there's like a crack of static electricity too. That's just um, from maybe some battery components that they have sewn into that. These nice. folks got a chafe like you would not believe. <laughs> Lubrication. They're out here deodorating everything. <laughs> uh, for Mob, the first thing he kind of draws a parallel to would be the uh, the city of gold and how 
so many people there kind of just adorn themselves in jewelry and just kind of deck themselves out. But the accessories here seem to be for a different purpose or it's not uh, extremely like in the vein of status. It's more of a devotion to the pieces that they wear. Um, and the, you know, some, some people have more than others, obviously, but it's not, it doesn't seem to be, uh, in a show off sense, um, to the point where mob kind of wonders, oh, you know, maybe there's a person here who's entirely made of, uh, metal, uh, you know, completely coats themselves in it. Mob's childhood imagination is probably not far off from reality among these weirdos. As Setson moves through the streets of this city, he can catch one thing about the people who have lived there. Due to the high volume of rust that blankets the city, the common colors that you'd see in a lot of people's clothing are this old brownish oxidized red you can tell that someone's been here a great deal of their life after their voice becomes more gravelly and grated and their skin becomes a sort of darker shade of red not complete you know rust colored but it tends to set in to the citizens of this city. You can tell that around some of the outskirts, uh, some less fortunate folks set up shop in fallen sort of rings and stacks and funnels, sort of making ramshackle homes shelter that they would provide. Almost, almost like, uh, almost like living under a bridge, except, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. It seems that the people here are just about as rusted on occasion as this town. And that is the Labos that we find ourselves within. Um, a bizarre town, a, a religious town. Um, but nonetheless, somewhere safer than the outside. So, we are now in a haven proper. This is a place to trade, to barter, to heal up wounds. Um, if you have any uh, shopping list type things to do, we have time to montage our way through a little bit of that before we, uh, I presume, head further in to do whatever task is required of you on, on behalf of Dulit. I mean, I'm good. Uh, I don't think Alyssa has anything she wants to buy. I don't need healing or nothing. Okay. Don't I'm anybody else. Um, I mean, Marceline has had this... Um, major fallout for a very long time. Part of me almost wants to keep it, but no. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think uh, I'll go about finding someone who can uh, help Marcelin um, make his arm not uh, completely sporked. Um, so any kind of, I guess, like it would have to be almost like somewhere between, as Labos is very much uh, the the merging of technology and religion i don't know someone who might have a machine that could potentially um extract whatever corruption from from his arm that the the uh the, the i uh the i cord 
managed to give him um, an Iker sponge. Like an Iker sponge, yeah. If someone can give me a sponge. That'd be great. Just a big, um, dirty sponge. Just, just ring you out like Violet Beauregard. Ugh. Um, what, uh, what, what domain is it? Echo? Are you looking for Echo? It was Echo, yeah. Luckily enough, yeah, with the with the religion domain, we do have an, an, an echo bend potential here. Um, yeah, a little bit of a little bit of asking around, a little bit of searching. You do learn that there is a, a, a sort of a priest healer who specializes in damage done from the ichor. What uh, what what resources you got to trade? Um, I have the rest of the drugs that I didn't give to um. That I didn't give to Nicholas to try and sell for things that weren't drugs. So I have one D8 mm. of, of that left. Nice. Uh, that'll be enough to downgrade the major to a minor. And then. Oh, yeah, actually, you know, you have enough. That's. If you can get a, a, another, like, D4's worth of resource in there, you can get rid of it wholesale. Yeah. I don't think I have the, the means of getting another D4. And unless I, I don't know, um, do some. Do some odd jobs, but I think uh, I think I'll just up downgrade it to the minor. I think that's all right. Yeah, just sort of uh, don't necessarily like to play out the scene, but yeah, there there is there's a priest, um, a priest healer who beckons you into into a building. You see a handful of other people um, in a, in a short queue. You line up with them. takes a takes a little while, and yeah, your your arm is wrenched to a table, and uh, he essentially taps you like a maple tree, and. Uh, Oh. Those taps hurt a lot and uh, slowly wrench ichor out of your body. And you can feel your arm and the muscles that it's infected uh, slowly drain of ichor. Um, it's uh, not entirely emptied. That's largely you know, not within the scope of, of the both the money you have and uh, the immediacy of this, uh, this sort of operation. But yeah, you, I mean, you can feel the, the sort of creeping control being gained over you by whatever the Icar was doing and whatever the Icar was invoking. Uh, lesson in your arm. A little less of a giant knot um, and just a little bit more of kind of an odd, soggy, fucked up limb. So, there you go. Minor, minor, minor downgrade. What were the mechanical effects of that follow-up? Um, it was a few fine motor controls. I think it was um, making everything that was a... Um, I think anything that required like fine movement with that arm to be basically impossible. Um, so I don't know. Um, it's just like increasing the difficulty of tasks like that. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, we're going to say the minor one. doesn't, um, doesn't do that anymore. Um, it'll just make, um, it'll just make it so you can't apply mend if you have the ability to, uh, to rolls. Yeah, that makes sense. And, I don't have mend, but anyway, I wouldn't be able to. Nonetheless. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, uh, Marceline is grossed out by this completely. Um, it's one of the grossest things he's ever seen in his life, which is saying something. So um, he's going to walk out of there just wide-eyed, just staring at the ground, um, not even wanting to look at his arm, not wanting to think. It's like if you found like a bunch of bugs in your, in your flesh. It was just like if you... I would hate for that to happen. Yeah, that was like... I, I, <laughs> Wouldn't that be a bummer? <laughs> Wake up one day and you're filled with bees. So gross. Um, yeah. 
I was trying to think of a better metaphor, but you know, uh, one that didn't involve invoke someone's experience. Uh, yeah. Anyway, just just go for mom's throat like that. It's cool. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd hate to have a fucked up arm though. Man, that would suck <laughs> having a weird, stupid arm. <laughs> Fucked up limbs and filled with bugs. Those both sound like things that would happen to losers. Man, I'd hate that. You'd have to be a total uh, doofus to let that happen to you. Fuck, I forgot I don't have arms. <laughs> yep, yeah. you got you got doll arms. That's because you're a dweeb. You don't have real arms. <laughs> Try dweeb, get indentured. <laughs> Cope. Get fucking indentured, nerd. <laughs> Cope. Ratio. <laughs> Get ratioed. The bone, bro- the bone broker got shooters out here on Twitter.com. So yeah, you have you got some some bandages stuffed in your tap holes, and uh, you're thoroughly skeezed out by the whole experience. Um, yeah, everybody gets to see Marcelin. His arm is slightly more normal, looking just like kind of an old dude now. Mossy, I know this Great. is supposed to be an improvement, but you look like your arm got fucked by leeches. You know, I would have preferred the leeches if there were. Actually, I don't know. Um, I, uh, I, I just don't want to talk about it, Ma- Alyssa. Okay, I, I don't have it in me. This, this was one of the worst experiences of my life. And look at me, look at me. <laughs> I've had a lot of bad experiences. <laughs> Oh, Marcy, I'm sorry. You want to know the good news? It's going to get worse. <laughs> you're, you're just a bundle of laughs today, aren't you, Alessa? <laughs> I'm trying to cope. I fucking hate it here. This place sucks. It smells like fish and rust. That's like home to somebody, right? I mean... Yeah, not me or you. Is it home to you? Is this You want to set up a nice little shack here? <sighs> Look, I had a home once. Um, it, I'm used to, you know, sli- sleeping on cots. This is, this is fine. I mean, look, look you, I know you liked the, the the glitz and the glamour more, but I mean, you can't say that was any any better a place. Oh, it so was. Are you kidding me? Let me ask you something. You think you can get a pina colada here? If I knew what a pina colada is, Alessa's inability to pronounce tildes is is perfect. <laughs> Said, it's she, a character she, choice. She's, she says jalapeno. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> this, dumb, this dumb bitch. Oh, I love her. <laughs> I love this dumb bitch. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's my favorite. Um, yeah, pina colada, you know. You think you can get a pina colada here? I'll tell you what, you could get it with gold leaf back at the last place we were at. The last place didn't have spider ships. You didn't look around for them. You didn't. You don't know. You don't know that. I mean, Alessa, that's where you're going when you, when you um, when you finally kick it, right? That's. Yeah, I'm going to a big pile of ash and murder ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, shit! I just realized we ruined your heaven. Um. Yeah, I. <laughs> I I was. I was trying to not let that happen, but like, fuck, I mean, how do you stop a hurricane? You know what I mean? So now when I die, I'm going to become a violent athlete now. Just go to the land of motorball. 
Plus is gonna die and get CTE. <laughs> Join the club. We've got jackets. Oh man, just take a take a lesson out of Setson's book. He's he's used to that. Um, yeah, I'm I mean. gonna commission art of Setson with like a CTE varsity jacket. It's <laughs> perfect. It's great. I went to CTE. Now I don't talk good. <laughs> I I thought I thought you went to TKS Time Killer School. That's a uh, that's a uh, that that's that was undergrad. Yeah, that oh, was that undergrad. Was, <laughs> that was that was that was slang. His undergrad studies. Yeah, that was that was baby stuff. That was kindergarten. Oh, of course. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This place. This place. Fucking. This place. Fucking stinks. Somebody. I'm going with whoever's going shopping next. I need to fucking. Get, I, I need to do something. Come on, somebody. Who who needs to buy something, huh? I I don't really need to buy something, but I am looking for some information. All right, what are you? What, what kind of information are we looking for? Well, there's a lot of religious nuts here, and there's also a lot of technology. I can only guess someone would know something about the Solar Architects Upspire, which I may or may not have a bit of a grudge against. All right. Yeah, I bet they know something. And you know what? Now that we're speaking on it, um, did I'm sorry, I forget. Did you tell us what the machine does? No. Okay, no, all right. It's not clear. Um, yeah, while we're on the subject, uh, I would love to know what this massive machine does if we're going to be, you know, standing under its shadow for the next uh, uh, little while. So let's make this easy. Easy. Um, Let's find one dude. Let's find one guy. Um, let's let's presume that Setson is leading this charge. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's just let's do a let's do a discern or a hunt. I guess either of those work for me. Discern. Can I help? Or... Both will. One will lead to different things. I mean, yeah, you can help. All right. I have neither discern nor hunt. Um. All right. Uh. So. With help, would that be like a two D ten? Uh, yeah. If you don't have um technology, so this is a technology role. Well, I mean, yeah, you also Haven. Oh, too. I do have religion though. So Haven. I do have religion. What's religion on in there? So three. Okie doke. Hey wow. baby! Oh, oh, wow. What if you just Big needed tins. one? Big <laughs> Uh, one way or the other, you were good on that one. Those are all our tins uh, for the rest of the session. Oh boy, I've screwed us. He stole all the tens. <laughs> that's four tens, by the way, and that's horrible. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Well, you nailed it. What precisely are you looking for? Because by golly, you'll probably find it. I'm looking for someone who's sort of plugged in with some different sort of religious organizations. Oh, fuck, that... can they be literally plugged in? Oh, that'd be sick. Uh, kind of where my, kind of where my brain was going. Yeah. So, yeah. Plugged in as in. As well. Yeah. Ooh, I might have some questions for this guy. All right. Okay, we'll, we'll just knock a couple of these things out of the park. The grand religious elder of technology. I want a rad '90s hacker. Just I want the '90s teen. The I want yeah. the '90s teen hacker from the movie Core. 
That's a very, very, very specific reference. I remember his lines because I remember watching it in science class and thinking, no, no one ever said that. The one where they have to restart the core of the planet? Yeah. Oh, no, I remember that. You were That's watching a bad that movie. You're watching that in science class. Texas we education, went to a very baby. Rural school. The <laughs> 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 thing I watched in science class was Osmosis Jones. Oh, hey, fuck yeah. same here. Same here. That fucks. That fucks. We watched um, Interstellar when I was when I was in high school. I re- that was fine. I, I remember I watching an like Osmosis that Jones supplement for heart. <laughs> you go inside <laughs> the body. Can my next character be on Osmosis Jones? <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker <a> pill. <laughs> oh god! No, the pill was tricks. Be... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Osmosis Jones. That's right. He's the he's the white blood he's cell. Chris he's Rock as wait, it was cell. Chris Rock, right? Yeah. It yeah, was it was Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Yeah. And then the guy who played Niles on uh, Sci. Uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Yeah, my favorite Seinfeld character, Niles. <laughs> it's all the same shit. Buck, would you not pay just anything to see a show where it's just uh, George Costanza, Niles, and uh, Fran Fine just trapped in a room together? <laughs> just trapped in like no. a saw type room? <laughs> I'd, uh, yeah, I guess I'd watch that. Fuck! Oh man, and, and Jigsaw's Alf. <laughs> oh God, kill me! All right, all right, we've got, we've got. Jigsaw's Mork from Mork and Mindy. Um, okay, uh, yeah, we uh, we're gonna find a gross fella. Um, okay, with that ten, um, yeah, you you need to find somebody with with some some brain power directed towards. Multiple religions and stuff. Luckily, it didn't take too long to find that there's a sort of a district of town that's a bit more religion attuned. Uh, you can tell where this place is by the general number of berobed people. Um, and uh, eventually you find it. Um, it's got a few small temples. Um, and it's, it's essentially flush with the machine which is uh, huge. It's 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 uh, gargantuan. It's probably you know a couple like four skyscrapers butted against each other, not in height but in like width. Um, big, 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 big. It's big. It's cool. You love it. Um, and uh, flush against it <laughs> is a very small temple, uh, but it draws your eye because you can see adorned atop it is a symbol of the solar church. Uh, very smudged, rusted, uh, pieces of stained glass in it. Uh, you know, there's kind of pretty simple sigil of the sun to uh, the the solar church, stylized sun. Um, one of the one of the uh, rays of the sun turning into a spear point, and luckily, not a whole lot of parishioners today. You are able to uh, make your way through pretty much entirely crowdless, and. In the back of this temple, butted up against the, the machine itself, is a figure, a person, melded into a larger machine, their upper torso uh, erupting from pipes, wiring, etc., and uh, their arms working varying machines. And you can see they can move in a fairly limited range around what would sort of be a pulpit. And uh, 
you enter their head races. They look at you briefly and then return to whatever work they were doing. Oh, now this guy looks like a real potty animal. Oh, my God. 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 This is it. Uh, Go Setson's... on. Sit on his lap. Tell him what you want for Christmas. Setson's just... What's Christmas? Completely, <laughs> completely wide-eyed. Wide-eyed, trying to take in everything that's around him. Um, Not really... Uh understanding or processing the fact that he is here so he as respectfully as he can um approaches the pulpit and uh asks to speak with the man in the chair man wheels ahead around you see his neck is longer than it should be metal strats elongating it so his neck can swivel and turn a bit more efficiently and uh he turns his face to you his face is old and wizened, but you can see, oddly enough, his eyes, his nose, his mouth, all of that, um, unblemished by technology. Still a, an aging man. Huh. Yes. Hello. Um, my name is Setson. I come from further up in Derelictus. I was wondering if you could tell me anything about the Solar Church. Hmm. You speak boldly. Why must you understand the solar church above? I have business. I have business with Adolfo of the solar church. Hmm. Precious man. One you don't wish to become embroiled in dealings with. Come bearing questions. And what do you have to offer for the answers? Setson uh, turns to the group. What do we have to offer for answers? Uh, all right. Um, I mean, we we all have some money, don't we? Well, we all have drugs. I mean, if 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 this I mean this that's machine money. That's money to these folks. Yeah. Uh, oh, did you say drugs? I fucking love drugs. <laughs> yeah, you fucking did. Look at this party animal. Oh, what I fucking tell you, huh? Yeah. This dude fucking parties. <laughs> We we can we can pay you in um dust. Red dust. It's um from the red. Kinda does a does a pinchy does a pinchy gesture with his arm. That good burgundy booger sugar. From the red cap wilds. Mm. That'll do. Yeah, that'll do. Great. Chop me off a D four. You're good to go. D four? Uh, yeah, just uh, wedge off a little bit of that. Cool. Takes it, Great. bundles it, has his own little 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 bag he can scoop it into, and then uh, tucks it away behind him, which he realizes some kind of complex storage containment thing, kind of kind of the back part of this throne that he sits on. Anyhow, so asking specific, what do you wish to learn? I wish to learn of the whereabouts of Adolfo. I wish to know mm. where he is. That, that is outside of my scope. Right. I imagine within the spire, I know much, but specifics like that outside me. But 
you want to learn how to attract him, that's another matter. Oh? Solar architects are simple. They design that which the church needs. That task, designing, requires research. And if they hear, pray tell, of, well, technology they could emulate, or that they could simply steal to use in their various machinations, well, that will draw them like flies to honey. New technology. It's genius. Maybe then, uh... They visited. Who? They did? Mm. They, they have visited the machine before. For, for what? Well, discover the purpose of the machine, of course. How, how long ago was this? I'd imagine five, six pulses ago. Say, what, uh, what exactly is the, the purpose of this machine? Hmm. How well do you understand Prokotikos technology? Incredibly well. Unless just smiles ah. back, just so confident. Well, then you are undoubtedly familiar with slivers. Uh-huh. But, you know, for the rest of the group, they probably needed to explain to them, you know, these, uh, these, these chuckle fucks, they ain't, uh, they ain't exactly as sharp as I, you and I, you know? Um, well, slivers are Prokotikos technology of a bizarre design. They're implanted in the brain and grant incredible abilities. Synchronicity of the mind or change relationship to the soul or body. Exactly how they work is beyond us, the magic encoded within them. But the raw materials they consist of, those are created within the machine deep below. So this machine, it makes really cool things that do really cool stuff that you guys just can't really use. In essence, yes. See, the slivers are largely a mystery. Though they're created below, exactly what materials are used to create that raw material, complete mystery. And how they work is always confounding. Every batch is of a completely unique design, and their implantation is not always an easy process. Most often they take, but if they don't, or if they're removed, they can cause almost instantaneous brain death. A lobotomy at the hands of ancient technology. Yikes. That don't sound too fun. Uh, this Adolfo guy, when, when he came down here, uh, he didn't get what he was looking for. Or obviously, he would have taken what he wanted, right? Five. They left with a stash of crystals, paid little, and have never returned. Five, six pulses ago. Huh. Little over two years in the world above. Right. Right. Okay. I was just a little worried for a second. All right. Thank you. Um. Say. I, I know this is a more personal question, but. What's your opinion of Adolfo? 
I am not paid to pass opinions. That's fair. My purpose here is larger. Right. But as you may understand from the building you stand within, my allegiance lies higher in the spire. Right. Duly noted. Thank you. Hmm. You don't seek the solar architects for uncouth purposes, do you? No. <laughs> I mean, from what it sounds like, these uh these solar architects did you dirty before. I mean, they ain't your bosses, right? They're they're just some 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 guys you work with in a different department. Yeah, they're um the crystal is of no concern to me. It is the domain of the Brocat Cavaliers. And they are heretics, worshippers of the machine and what it represents. Right. Yeah, they're uh they're uh heretics and all that. They're no good. They're the issue here. Mm. I hope someday my work here will be complete and I will allow the sun to return to my face before I pass. Say, uh, what? If you ever had a name, uh, what did you used to go by? Helial. You seem oddly interested in the Solar Church. What brings you to Labos? We're just, uh, passing through, trying to find a boat so that we can continue on our journeys. Hmm. Well, may the sun find you. Thank you. And someday yours as well. Um, I, uh, I have a couple questions of my own, if you don't mind. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, here it comes. <laughs> here it is. <laughs> His head stoops. Yes, little man. Uh, Mob, Mob kind of twiddles his fingers a little and looks up at him. Do you, since you know so much about the, uh, religious organizations upspire, um, are you aware of the organization whose symbol is a sigil of a honeycomb? His head recoils. Not massively, but definitely enough to notice. Hmm. There are two I can think of. Two? Yes. One is the honeycomb matched with the sigil of the bee. The deep apiarists. Operatives of uh, an extra-dimensional thing. Order. Something something like that. Creatures of the heart. Ugh, gross little fuckers, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, I've no opinion that is uh, too kind towards them, but they're a decent sort. The other, however... A bloodthirsty cult of the spire above. Sounds great. Both of those really, really sound great. Um, yeah, so they kind of, uh, uh, put bees in me. The first one, not the second one. Um, what do you know about the depths of the heart, specifically the corpse of Lemier? Ah, uh, <laughs> a large question for such a small boy. 
question many have asked. As far as I understand it, the rumors state Lemmy's corpse lies at the bottom of all this ichor we weighed amongst. They say either she created or was placed within a simulacra, the gardens of the moon, a home for her final resting place. Uh, the gardens of the moon? That's where the corpse is? Mm, well, I presume not exactly, unless there's some extra-dimensional snap in reality, but something like it at the bottom of the ichor. Is it... It's not the... It's a it's a similac similacrum, however you said it. it. It's 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 a it's a replica of the of the moon gardens. It's mm-hmm. it's not the real one though. I can't or doubtful. It shouldn't be. That's only a few reports have come back from divers that have searched for it. None of them able to maintain the geographic location of it, but. The descriptions of it are strange. Gardens of the moon. An echo of the moon itself. Spirits. Things trapped that shouldn't be down here. Is there... any way to help them? I don't know. But... perhaps... if someone was to bring Lemia back, or free her... Whatever is being kept down here with her will be returned the same way they came. Or perhaps it is simply echoes of her godly mind ravaged with torment. None can say. That sounds really close to ghosts. Now, I mean... What is what is what is everything that's dead, right, Mav? I mean, everything that's dead. I mean, You're look, when we went to heaven, everything now? there was ghosts. So, um, I, I'm not I'm not having the ghost conversation again. All right. To say so at the time. Oh, look, um, the you you said people have have come come back from the the moon gardens. It's I mean the fake moon gardens, the the foon gardens, whatever. Uh, yeah. They, do you know where we can find them? Do you know any of them? Do you know their names? I don't know any of these divers personally, but I believe there's one in town who's reaching this particular topic in depth. And what's their name? A tall drow woman. An imposing figure keeps to the shadows. Goes by the name of Nocien. <laughs> Doesn't ring a bell. What a stupid name. Uh. <laughs> what a stupid, smelly, stinky name. <laughs> I already hate this character. She's probably. I bet she's so she's lame. Probably, she's probably lame. We should never talk to her. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. Um, I mean, look if you if y'all are if y'all are all, right, all down um, for it, then yeah, let's go let's go check that out. I suppose. Uh, yeah, I think we should um, get going before I say a quiet part loud and a loud part quiet. What? How do you poop? <laughs> I think we're done here. Look, all right, we were all Wait, thinking I've... it, all right? We were all think. okay. <laughs> How do you poop? It's built in. Like, 
I will answer no further questions. Oh man, all right, okay. Nice. That's that's all the that's all the dialogue trees on that that character. <laughs> so, Thank you for your help. Are you comfortable? <laughs> I told you I'm not answering any further questions. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a no. I'm sure your information will be very helpful to us. And the hive. <laughs> yeah, we're we're I think leaving. Um I guess just as uh Setson begins to leave, um he 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 calls Thank you for your help. When I meet um when I meet Adolfo again, I will put in a good word. Ah. Uh. I thank you. I hope you return someday. Will do. Will do. Okay, let's go. What what was uh what was our quest again to get to get our boat? Uh doing a favor on behalf of Duleet for the the guy guy, guy named Terry. And what, and what was that favor? Did did he tell us where what the he favor said was to, or um, just to talk to the dude? Somewhere at some point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, do we wanna do we wanna go try and you know do the thing to get our boat now, or do do you guys want to talk to uh, that lady in the bar or that lady in the inn? I suppose whichever one we find first. All right, you all right, all right, motherfucker. Okay, this is an audio medium. You know for a fact we if we look for one, we're gonna find it. <laughs> all right, that's a nothing. That is a nothing answer. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, don't hit me. <laughs> I mean, right, to be um, honest with you folks, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know you. I know all three of you. We're going to end up eventually talking to her, but um, uh, if it's all the same to you, I would like to get the fuck out of here. I don't know if I've made it clear. I fucking hate it here. This place makes my skin crawl. We can get the boat, and you can just wait in the boat while we go talk to the lady. Well, I... Don't want to be left out. We'll we'll talk to Nosia and we'll just like pop in, scream, scream at her something. Just go like, "Hey, where's where's the stuff?" And she'll just yell it back to us. And then we'll run and do the quests. And then we'll get on the boat and we'll, we'll crawl out of here. It'll be quick. One, two. All right, let's. All right, let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Let's let's get a get a move on. Shake a leg. Let's go. You go, bitch. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know where this aggression is coming from. I'm sorry. This place stresses me out. <laughs> so, what is our order of operations yeah. here? We're going to see No CN. Gotcha. Okay. So, there's a single inn in town. A big inn. The big inn. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The big inn. <laughs> yeah, the big inn. Yeah, it's just big, apostrophe un, just big inn. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much the colloquial name it's acquired in town. I don't think it probably even has a name. Just a giant sloping building. Two stories and uh, about as ramshackle <laughs> as a building comes within this place. It seems like it's been largely unreinforced in comparison to a lot of the buildings here. Pieces of the, the machine. And uh, as you ask around, you realize a young guy owns it. A guy who's inherited the place from his father. It's uh, It's a bit of a dive. When you finally get there and make your way in, you smell it immediately. Vomit and booze. Uh, you, you approach the, you know, the, the barkeep, also the owner, and he gives you a little bit of information on Nocien that uh, 
She has been here a little while, and last he saw her, she's uh, taken up the the habit of staying on the roof. Mysterious. Right, one of these one of these fucking people. All right. What's what's the innkeeper's name? Let's get a name. I want a name. Buh. Owen. That's a good name. All right, we're going to the roof. He sticks a thumb towards a collapsible ladder that leads up to the roof. Takes you up. Eventually, you make it to the roof. Gives you a nice view of the rest of Labos. Distantly lit lanterns. Uh, there is a soft glow to the entire town. And in the distance, there's a woman sitting on a dark wool blanket. A picnic basket of a kind next to her. Carafe of wine set out. Fruits, cheeses, bread. And she's jammed a parasol in between these shingles of this roof. And even though there's no obvious, you know, overhead lighting, a shadow is being cast from that parasol. Well, this is quaint. Isn't it? Thank you. I like to spend my days up here. I enjoy having an overview. Pleasant place to be. And to what do I owe the pleasure? We, uh, we hear you're the type of folk to have a bit of information about all this wet. That is a bizarrely phrased answer. Uh, you know, it, it kind of was, but, I mean, look, she's, she's on the, she's on the right track. I mean, we, we heard, um, yeah, you're not wrong. That's the thing. Um, and I think it's, I think that was a good phrasing. I liked it. Uh, I... I'll just uh, clarify. We we hear tell that um, you've been uh, you've been delving pretty deep for um, you've come back uh, from what looks to be a, a faux moon garden. Um, and so uh, we were looking for information. Oh, well, it seems someone has led you at least partially astray. I haven't seen it myself, but I am. Pursuing information on it. Who exactly are you, people? You know, we, we really don't have a name for our group. We really should at some point figure out. Uh, the, the trouble with that is, uh, you know, you, you try and come up with one name and then everyone's going to dislike it and you feel bad and so you don't want to do it even though you, you had, had a name, name picked out for Hold on, for, Marcy. For, for ages. Ma and, and, Marcy, what's uh, that in your pocket? Um, are those anagrammed? Are those, <laughs> are those anagrammed doilies that you made for our team? What's they say on them? I don't want to say it. I don't think anagram is no, the right word Mar there. Uh, Monogrammed. Anagrams are the, the word puzzle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's really, he's really uh. <laughs> in the it? puzzle. Oh, did you Sudoku my it pants? It is an anagram. How nice of you. <laughs> They're all mixed up. <laughs> yeah, monogram, that's it. <laughs> What's the name you have picked out, Marcy? Come on, let's hear it. Spill um, it. it. I don't like it anymore. Um, no, I want to hear it. No. Here's here's the thing. Um, I started saying that, and I realized I didn't have anything in my head. God damn it! So now I'm. Sc <laughs> Can we take this moment just to like round table? I think this is a perfect moment to round table. 
some name ideas. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on, we're character building over Sorry, here. Sorry, Miss we'll get back to you in a second. We have to figure out a name. <laughs> what's, what's she eating? I'm fairly used to being in this position. <laughs> what's she eating? There's a story is there. Is it like fancy cheeses? Yeah, yeah, some, you know, cheese, some cured meats, fruits, uh, breads. Charcuterie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's got a charcuterie board. Some wine. Typical, you know, golf Damn, shit. She's fancy. Okay. Um so he, he pulls out like this dirty napkin that that came from the uh that came from um when they were escaping uh from the palace multifaceted and he, he just like has like written in like these shaky scripts the gold dusters. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we call ourselves the Gold Dusters, and, uh, we ain't afraid of no ghosts, and... Uh, you know what, Marcy? That's not a bad name. Yeah, That's a I good mean, name you came up with. We showed up to a palace of gold, and we dusted those motherfuckers. We did. Maybe that's not something we should be super bragging about. That's true. Um, yeah, well, we... we I mean, as far as we know, we haven't made many enemies... I mean, all the ones we've made so far, they're dead already, so, uh... We didn't do anything. It was the murder ball players. Yeah, they... they Alright, really listen to you, little shit. In any you case... Know, you know good and damn well. In any case... Did that little boy just say murder ball? No. Oh, you're a fan? Oh, you want to know how to play? No. We can't... We can't destroy another haven. Mob, we can't do it. We can't do it. We can't. Okay, it, that 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 was that was a joke. We didn't actually destroy an entire city. No, we didn't. Um, in 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 no respect have we destroyed any city or heaven or what mine. Uh, but anyway, we're the gold dusters, and um, apparently now. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, we are. Um, we were uh, looking for for information um and you say you haven't actually been there to uh to the moon gardens or what would have been the moon gardens if they were in hell no i haven't in fact as far as my research is proving it doesn't seem anyone has truly been or at least has made it and made it back but there are those brave or foolhardy enough to dive deep into the ichor, and I've gathered reports of those who have. And, um, what have you... What have you learned? If you don't mind sharing some, um, information with some potential delvers ourselves. This has been my primary topic of research for quite some time. I'm not certain I'm ready to share all of that, especially with strangers. And let alone um, such interesting individuals as yourselves. I'm sorry, where are our manners? You must be no CN, is that correct? Yes. Hi. Hi, I'm Alessa. How are you? Lovely. Nice to meet you. Isn't it, though? And the rest of you. I, uh, how, how tall is no CN? Um... Probably tall for a woman, probably 5'11", you know. Yeah. 
volleyball and player height. Oh yeah. Shit, we should all play volleyball. Um Mars uh Mar my name's uh Marcelin. I'm Mob. Mm. Pleasure. And I'm Setson. Lovely to meet all of you. Well, it seems you become something of <laughs> acquainted with me. I am Nocien. A researcher, if you will. Uh, to what end exactly? Why, uh, why are you uh, putting all that groundwork and legwork into figuring out all this, all this Ica stuff? I'm curious, and I suppose you could say I'm atoning for something I did a long, long time ago. Well, maybe you could atone by helping us in our mission to Marcelin, what's our mission? Um well, let's just say <laughs> right now um <laughs> uh I our, we we could say our mission uh, right now is we're we're trying to uh we're trying to get uh pretty deep below ourselves to um to see the uh to see um what 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 happens to uh to Limia after after her death i mean it it's 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 a it's hard going but you know we have um well we have we have a certain stake in it each each of us to maybe some degree lesser or greater um yeah if i'm gonna be honest i don't have much of a stake in it but you know, I'm tagging along. These uh these these chuckle fucks are my best uh my best way of getting around around here. And I'm just here to protect the kid. Yeah, it's mostly me and Marceline who have an interest in it. Well, it seems we have fairly aligned interests. Demia's resurrection would be uh, a boon, to say the least. Yeah, you, you're saying Resurrection. it. Resurrection. We, I didn't, I didn't say anything, but I mean, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, I figure, hey, it, it could be a, a bit of a, I scratch your back, you scratch mine, sort of. And I'm also there. And, and mobs and you you scratch all our, I didn't want to say you should scratch mobs back because I mean I look you can scratch whoever's back we, this metaphor is dying um yeah, on the vine I uh get to the get to the point Marcelin. Uh, okay uh help we help you you help us and then we're um we uh have uh, some aligned goals well you you how you give us what you know and um Hell, uh, this. Even if we were not able to resurrect her, heh, maybe. Well, I mean, if if, just yeah. The information on Lemieux's corpse would be very helpful to both of us, and we'd really appreciate it. And we could even give you some drugs. Ooh, yeah, we have. I have. Do you want some drugs? I'm sorry, that sounded weird. No, I'm fine. She pours a glass of wine from the carafe she has next to her, hands it out to you, Marcelin. You strike me as needing this. Yeah, I could... I don't know. There's just something about you. It's, 
I'm that, sorry. That sounded weird. I'm gonna drink this, and he's just gonna, he's gonna down it completely. I have that effect on people. Boy, I'll fucking say va va voom. Am I right? What? <laughs> I think our interests are aligned. However, I'm not 100% certain I can trust you. I've encountered quite a few um, heroes in my day, but whether or not you align with the ideas I pursue is another matter entirely. What are you doing in town? Trying to get the fuck out of it. Ah. Do you have a vessel? No. Uh, we're working on that. Uh, talk to us in a few hours. Well, once you acquire a vessel, perhaps I could guide you somewhere. Somewhere where you could pursue information on your own, and we can determine whether or not we are more aligned. That would be greatly appreciated. Thank you. You're welcome. But you're going to need, no matter what vessel you acquire, to find one that is very, very rare. One that will go deeper than any personal craft can. Very few have been designed with those parameters. You reach a place deep below. A place called the Philodont Reef. It is... A horrifying place, to say the least. However, within it lies a group of divers. They inhabit a vessel known as the Crescent Bell. It was once slightly more mobile, but now it remains in place. Those researchers within are the primary source of my studies. If we can find them... We'll find information on the corpse. Well, all right. Um, and uh, I, I guess that's a stopping off point. You know, we uh, if we ever make it our way back here, we can share that information with you. Or, I mean, sorry, I feel like I, I, I don't know. There's just something familiar about you. Um, never mind. I am from the Spire. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, served in, in in the Allied Defense Forces for for a good while. Um, for that was, you know, was training to be part of the church. Ah, uh, perhaps we cross paths once upon a time. Yeah, maybe. I was a priestess. Oh. Oh, you were one of the one of the faith. Ah, that's um, it's uh, good to meet you. Which uh, which church were you a part of? As a public figure in the spire, you're allowed to worship one church and one alone, Limia. But I was a priestess of Lombra through and through. Okay. See. Something about your bearing, you, um, I don't know, all the Limia or Lombra. Um, if you're, uh, you're part of the 
the Church of Our Glorious Lady, you have a it's just a certain bearing about you. It's off. I don't. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> no, no. You're perceptive. She stares. Lucien is a striking woman. As we discussed, she's tall, but she's seated. A veil covers her eyes in this sort of half-robes, half-traveling garb. And the parasol that sits above her casts this supernatural shadow and keeps most of her face obscured, though some light cuts through, highlighting the bones of her cheeks and jaw. She leans out, though, delightfully hitting her, pushing through the veil, revealing her dark, dark eyes. Tell me, when you returned to the spire, were you offered work by the ministry? Um, those folks, um, no, can't, can't say I ever was, or as far as I know. I mean, I was, I was only ever doing courier work, I think, most of the time. Huh. Surprising. Allied Defense Force veterans are very common ministry operatives. Yeah, well, you, you say that all like you ain't part of that no more, so. No. No, my time with the ministry is long past. I've become disenchanted. Uh-huh. What happened? If it's not rude to ask. No. No. It's a pertinent question. How do I put this? There is a... complicated nature to revolution. The imagery given to us is of iconoclasts leading the charge, rallying the masses to break the chains and shackles of oppression, slicing the throats of those who shackled them to begin with, and birthing a new world from that blood, a utopia just beyond the horizon. All it takes is a few dramatic world-shaking actions. That's what's sold to us, burned into us. Problem is, I saw the truth. We're taught you only shed the blood of your enemies, but the course of revolution does not run true, and you shed more blood than just that of those she once thought as evil. So, I did what I thought I must, and it destroyed me. So, I thought my talents would best be suited elsewhere. The Ministry is a multi-headed beast. I'm trying to get it to focus on a single quarry. It's impossible. So. I thought perhaps there could be a future for me down here. It certainly won't be with the Ministry. <clears throat> Nevertheless... It seems fate has brought us together. 
Discussing the past would achieve much. Indeed. Sure does feel like fate. Perhaps. Or perhaps it's something else. Domino works in strange ways, as I'm sure you know. Well, the Domino are dead. At least part of her. Well, there are still two sisters. Very angry sisters. Working in mysterious circles. Who knows what they're attempting to achieve. So, I will remain here. My research still demands further reading. And you will take care of your business, I presume. When you're finished and you've acquired your vessel, I will join you. Um. So, um, out of character, um, quickly. So, would our... Because I, I remember we were also going to go to um, where uh, Alessa's... Um, thing was the um sorry i just can't remember it the name of it right now um oh yeah it's the mccormorants the oh, yeah. ship. big old boat um yeah so i'm, I'm just i want to you know before i say like oh yeah you you can join us but we're going to be going there first would that be right or yeah 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 um yeah okay so back in character um yeah yeah okay um i mean i can't does does that sound all right to everyone i mean we gotta we gotta stop off at well we've we've we gotta make our way to the cormorant first um unless it knows more about that but yeah i got business to attend there and i think it would be uh probably helpful for all of us to go there first no that's actually perfect the Cormorant is in one of the directions we could head in an attempt to find the Phylodon Reef, and it is one of those vessels I mentioned earlier that is actually equipped to find itself in the depths of the Icar. I think that would be a very serendipitous meeting. And it's settled. Well, it's... How serendipitous? The heart is a smaller place sometimes than one anticipates. That's why it scares the piss out of me. Um, okay. G great. Great meeting, Inosian. Um, we'll, I guess we'll come find you again? I suppose you will. I'll be here. Waiting. You know where to find me. Cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> <Marcelin> <laughs> <laughs> No one's ever had a normal reaction to Nocien anytime I've ever run her. Just, yeah. You just Look, add I in like a, a certain I, level. Go ahead. Look, I wrote in Alessa's character she long ago likes tall ladies. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's extremely in character. I mean, Marcelin is, is more just... Uh, um, it sort of made sense to me that since I knew from um, non-canon sources that she was a lodge on it, at least pretending to be at one point, so. Makes perfect sense. Alright. And uh, off you go. So, Alright, folks, let's find this fucker and get our boat. 
Indeed. Where is he? Well, you remember that from Dooley's description, Taria was the guy who ran the shipyard here. Um, so it doesn't take too much effort to find him. Uh, the shipyard is loud and bustling, and men and women are moving ship parts to and fro, welding is occurring. And lo and behold, there's a guy directing a lot of the traffic. Yeah. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. Terrio. Then you are? Uh, I'm Alessa. It's lovely to meet you. Um, listen, we're, we're here on behalf of uh, Doolit. Uh, he had some business uh, with, with you. He said uh, you needed a favor. Ugh. Oh, God. You gotta be kidding me. What? Uh... Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna need some context here. None of this... None of this means anything to me. What what's what's the job? What's the favor? Uh, you guys can hold your own. Uh hold our own in what? You know, down here in the heart, protecting yourself, uh, defending yourselves and others, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, sure. What what's the what's the fucking gig? Ugh. Look. The Procata Cavaliers are spread thin. They've lost quite a few people to the machine. And they're trying to pull some people together to send people down into the machine and retrieve some equipment and whoever survived from the last trip. I was drafted, essentially, by the council. They need as many able-bodied men as they can, but fortunately I got a lot of business to deal with here. I tapped Dulit for a favor, and look here. He's sending you my way instead. Leverage. He's one of those types. Yeah. God. All right. Yeah. Let's let's fucking let's delve into a big hungry machine. That sounds like a great idea. I love it here. I didn't. I didn't think you could possibly like it even less. But you just Fuck. made Alessa's life this much worse. God, I fucking hate it here. <laughs> Not even like a hot dog stand or anything. This place fucking sucks. <laughs> Alessa, I I'm going I'm going to be completely honest with you. I get it, okay. I I understand not living in an amazing place at the moment. I have a shed in Derelictus, right? And that's it, okay. If 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 I lived in what amounted to a tool shed with a bed in it for about five years you can you can handle at least another couple hours here i'm sorry is you living like a fucking train hobo supposed to make me feel better about going into the maws of a hungry fucking machine fuck you fuck you machines fuck you little hobo shack let's fucking do this all right fucking all straight no chaser let's fucking get it done where are we going if it makes you feel any better setson it's a nice hobo shack yeah, you know, it 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 uh, keeps the rain off me. Well, if you guys are done venting your general existential dread, you're gonna meet with a man named Linden. He's the leader of this little excursion. He's down by in front of the entrance of the machine. You'll see. How how uh just about how deep do you think we'll be going in? <laughs> <laughs> Shakes his head, waves you off. Godspeed. Ah, here we go. 
Okay. Just meeting more folks going just a little bit deeper. Favor after favor. On the bright side, Nothing. as soon as we, you know, get this machine over with, we'll be out of here. So you think. <laughs> <laughs> it, it does not take long to find the entrance to the machine. Um, it's only got a singular one, so... When you get there, there's a base camp set up. Not that many people, a tent or two, but there's a small perimeter that's been set up. And as you approach, a guy comes up to you. Average build. He's got, you know, he's got kind of a J. Jomison, J. Jonah Jameson. There we go. A flat top and a little bit of scruff. And he's clearly equipped for a long distance trek. He's walking on a stick that clearly has some stuff attached to it gives you guys a look over can I do something for you yeah we're here to jump in the machine and who exactly told you to do that uh uh fucking uh what's his fucking name Taria yeah that's him that's him well glad he sent someone welcome to the brigade my name's Lyndon and he sticks out a hand Alessa uh, uh, shakes it. You're in the thick of it now. I'm a primary researcher. My grandfather mapped this thing, so it's a family business, if you will. M- my father set up Ephes Town, and here I am. And here you are. Yeah. Ain't that peachy? Hey, uh, so um, Lyndon, uh, c- can I get a, a ballpark of uh, how dangerous is it down in there? <laughs> Very. Fun. Fun, just all kinds of fun. Love it, love it here. Great town, great town you got here, Lyndon. You're... I also have a question. How do you feel about bees? I mean, fine. Just keep away from Mr. Beesteak. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Who? Could you... <laughs> I understood every one of those words independently of each other. None of those words. Yeah, Mr. Beefsteak. Mr. Beefsteak. Could you introduce me to Mr. Beefsteak? He points, and there is a kitty cat just hanging out. Kind of a kind of a chubby guy. Oh, bubble oh a bubby boo! Oh, I love this town now. This is the most <laughs> adorable thing I've ever seen in my life. Alessa goes over and pets the cat. Not even a question. Yeah, that's Mr. Beefsteak. He's my partner. Just keep your beast away from him. Wouldn't want him trying to eat one. We would definitely try to eat one. <laughs> Mr. B Steak wouldn't eat a bee, would you, little baby? In, in <laughs> any case. Oh, I love this baby. In any case, we're here to join the hunting party for the machine. What kind of dangers are going to be inside? Like monsters or traps or anything like that? Well, quite a bit. The machine is not exactly hospitable to life in any regard. Whoever made that thing did not intend for people to come in and out of it. So, grinding gears, bursting flames, gravitational anomalies, whole nine yards. Once we get about halfway there, we're going to lose foothold. Not exactly going to be able to walk through it. Not to say the walk to that point is particularly pleasant. And then we're going to ride a very peculiar craft. Prepare yourself. I'm used to piling them, but it's never exactly easy. Uh, primary threat, though, 
The Cavaliers, they got trapped down there. Changed. The Cavaliers, they, uh... They're in the machine now? Oh, aye. Quite a few. We've lost quite a few men down there. And the machine has... Taken them. Changed them. Something's happened. We're not 100% though. Oh. Ugh. Good. Um... Well, uh... Is it, is it just gonna be us, then? Is there... Any more coming? Aye. I'll be bringing three men with me, but... They're researchers, scientists, types. They're gonna be worried about the craft and the equipment. Out of character for a moment. I know, I know it could not possibly be the furious motor car, but I'm so hoping it is. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh, not the not the furious motor car. Not quite enough yeah. operating space inside of the machine, but a uh, great idea. Lyndon looks around. Looks like you'll have to be the muscle. Keep us safe. I'll do my best too. But our primary job here is retrieving equipment. Equipment. All right. Have no fear. Yeah. You got the you got the gold dusters on your team. Uh, all right. That's what you call yourself. Yeah. Why? You got something uh, better? But not really. No. That's why I fucking thought. Yeah. You try and think of a name in in like. Oh God. I mean, look. It took us like weeks to get this, and that's fine. It it's took us enough. a long time. Like you would not believe how long. Well, all right, gold dusters. So up. We'll leave in an hour. Roger. Thank you for listening to this episode 12. Now, I've been having some audio issues, my friends. My microphone does a very bizarre little thing where... It will uh, suddenly decide to only record every other half second of audio. And if I'm not zoomed in enough on my recording software, I don't quite notice it. So this, along with uh, the last interlude, were both affected. So you may have noticed about a third of the way through this episode, my mic quality suddenly increases to the same quality you're listening to here. Uh, that's because at this point in time, when I'm recording this intro, or this outro, um, I have new equipment, which eventually, probably about five episodes from here, uh, all of my stuff will be in this quality. Until then, please, bear with me. Thank you so much, as always, for listening, my friends. And safe travels.